Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ready for a digital dive? You're listening to the GZ Chop Shop Podcast, the weekly tech and gaming media podcast that breaks down the latest news, lore, and more. So plug in, because the GZ Chop Shop starts now. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. I'm your host, Project Tachi, joined by my good friend and co-host, War Nurse. And back in the news again, back in our news again, uh, we're just going to kick things off. I'm, I'm just going to say if you're a Sony fan, if you're a Microsoft fan, probably definitely if you're a Microsoft fan, uh, this may not be the episode for you because, boy, oh boy, you want to talk about two spoiled kids sitting in the sandbox fighting over each other's toys this is uh this is getting a little bit out of hand with them um so microsoft continues to try and buy up all of the activision blizzard properties not even just in the u.s but the other branches of activision blizzard globally to the point now that the ftc has stepped in and basically saying hey you know you guys are you guys are doing too much <laughs> like like you're you're trying to monopolize this situation here which is something that sony came out and you know was crying foul about um and basically saying hey you know they're they're going to make their games exclusive and that's going to hurt our market and you know can somebody stop this because activision blizzard they're they're massive they're huge that's a big developer they have world of warcraft diablo overwatch um a lot of heavy hitting pc and console games so this has been like an ongoing thing honestly for like the 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 latter half of this year ever since microsoft made the big move and then this isn't their first big move either i mean they bought you know zenimax bethesda like they're buying up these very big very popular ips like now one or two a year and they're moving rapidly this this should terrify every gamer that is out there every console owner every pc owner everyone because what we have going on right now is a huge tech war it is insane man so we have on one hand we have Ticketmaster. you know you know you know the uh what Ticketmaster is having issues with right now is no, uh, the they're master. basically the sole owner like they're the only way to get tickets for for the for big concerts big shows big comedians mm. if you want con unless you could go through a smaller third party you're gonna get tickets through Ticketmaster. and right now they're being 
uh, people are crying, crying foul on them because they're setting prices so high because they own the only way to really get tickets that they could charge. They're the only they distributor. So they're in, they're in hot water right now. Um, especially I think Colorado is kind of leading the front. There's a lot of lawsuits right now coming, coming down on Ticketmaster and big names like T- Taylor Swift as well. And, uh, quite a few other celebrities coming down on Ticketmaster for insanely high prices. Cause if you think, if you think the, uh, uh, these musicians and comedians are pocketing all this money. They're not, they're getting a very small portion of this money. And then you have Microsoft out here year after year, after year buying. ever since they got into the gaming industry, they've been buying up IPs after IPs. They don't own any personal IPs. They never have. And they're just out here buying everything. The only, I, I would say most of the time, when we've seen Sony make a huge purchase, it's been because Microsoft keeps making big purchases. And the reason this should scare all of the gamers around the world, everyone who loves tech, is because we have all these tech companies who are buying things up in such mass, spending so much money, literally billions of dollars. Even in this article we read here uh, on IGN, uh, you know, uh, Phil Spencer Basically, you know, plans to have Microsoft spend over a hundred billion dollars or more on investments going in over the next year or two. And we're going to end up with a very tiny portion of the gaming industry owning all the devs, all the studios. And if you think 60, $70 is a lot for a game right now, just wait until they're like, not only are these games going to be more than $70, but if you want to play that game, well, now you can only buy this console or that console. You know, it used to be when you bought an exclusive to a console, it was very expected. There was only a handful of exclusives, especially with Sony, but that was normal. It wasn't because they went around buying up everything and then turning around and saying, well, now if you want to play a game, it can only be on play like that was set in stone from the beginning. Like they had their own IPs, they had their own studios and naturally they had their own exclusives. But now we have all these tech companies in the gaming industry fighting over who is going to own the most and also arguing over call of duty is a big one. Mm -hmm. Microsoft saying, Oh, well, you know what? There's a lot of concern. Uh, we'll, we'll, they're trying to say that Sony, is the one that's crying foul on the call of duty, but it's not Sony. The gamers cried foul originally. They're like, hang on. You know, we want to be able to play our, our, the games that we love that we've always enjoyed on mm-hmm. any console that we've wanted to. And it's been that way for honestly, for decades now, at least a couple of decades with some of these bigger, these bigger titles, but Microsoft, you know, Microsoft and time and time again, they've bought IPs and then they've turned around and made it exclusive to Xbox. Yeah. And if you don't think this is going to happen with Call of Duty, it is. And now the FTC has to get involved yep. because it's getting so out of hand. We're talking tens of billions of dollars. Yeah. All, all for a, a big... And Meta. Meta's Meta. in trouble as well, as well for you know, going out on a limb here. And, and basically, they're, they're trying to own the Metaverse, which, to be fair... They create, they're creating, they, they kind of created it. Yeah. 
So um, don't go after Meta and call foul on Meta when they create something and then become basically the sole owner of it and then yeah. try to say they're trying to prevent competition but not go after Microsoft for everything they've been doing. I think where in, in Meta's case where the concern is is they would become the solely recognized. They would be the pioneers in creating the virtual space. But they probably are trying to do the same thing Microsoft because I know this is going to tick off the Microsoft fanboys uh, because Microsoft can do no evil, can do no wrong. Um, but back in the 90s, Microsoft was bottlenecking the access to the Internet. One of the recommendations for PCs was that it had Internet Explorer as the sole browser on that computer. Yep. So only way people got to use the Internet was through Microsoft. And that's how they were suffocating, you know, any competition because everyone else had to go through other means to get their browsers on PCs while Microsoft paid to just have their browser already put on the PC. They were and, suffocating the competition. And, and don't forget what else Microsoft did too. They bottlenecked the entire graphics card industry yeah. to where it was like 60 or 70% graphics card. 70%. Automatically went to Microsoft so that they can yep. make consoles, which it wasn't just the scalpers that was an issue and the crypto mining. It was, yep. it was a lot of it was Microsoft. It didn't make a lot of news, but we had talked about it uh, back uh, several months ago. Mm -hmm. and microsoft paid to to prioritize yeah. the graphics cards in their favor and a lot of people defended microsoft well you know that they spent the money and sony should have done it first like if you really think that that's not going to come back and bite you as in the, in the ass just because you want to you know basically ride microsoft's dick so damn hard <laughs> Like, are you so blind that you like, of course, the FTC is going to finally call yeah. foul. Of course, everyone else is going to call foul. Because if you if, if nobody stepped in, you really think you're going to kiss their ass that hard. Microsoft can can do no wrong and they won't turn around, and charge you a hundred dollars for a fucking game. We're right there at the hundred dollar mark. I mean, they already sell the upscaled like deluxe versions of a lot of games for well over a hundred dollars. Yeah. They're trying to see what you're willing to spend. And then they look at the average of what people are willing to spend. And then they mark the prices up the following year because you spent the money. You spent the money. <clears throat> you, you showed what you were willing to give for their product or someone else's product that they purchased. Um, but yeah, yeah. Once again, with 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 the metaverse, I can see why they're going to get called out because if they become the originators, they're the pioneers in in it. But basically, it's saying, can you own a non tangible space? You can own the access to your non tangible space. But what they're probably afraid of is metaverse trying to say they have soul ownership of all kinds of virtual space they're trying to own virtual space which when you really think about it you cannot own that mm -hmm. you can be the gatekeeper to it and i think they're just trying to prevent metaverse being the sole gatekeeper and claiming to own space and, and for anyone who's having a hard time understanding saying you own virtual space is the same as saying you own air you 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 can't 
own it. <laughs> it's a virtual, it's always there. Mm, We're I just th- finding ways to tap into I've it. read the Lorax. I know what happens. <laughs> so it's the same, it's the same thing. The virtual space is already there. People are just finding ways to tap into it and utilize it. Well, there's money involved now. Then there's yeah, there's digital there's currencies, there's NFTs, uh, you know, there's virtual gaming. There's anytime there's money involved, we all, you know, understand that there's going to be a way. There's going to be a, a potential monopoly. There's going to be people and companies involved that are going going to do everything they can to make the most money. Yeah. The FTC has their work cut out for them. Yeah, they're going to be busy over the next and, few years. And honestly, I it's not going to stop at the FTC, dude. The, the <laughs> the entire American government is going to end up getting involved. I would not be surprised if this ends up in Congress. Yeah. Especially with, you know, Microsoft and metaverse, both making these grandioso moves, um, especially Microsoft, uh, because, you know, and, and just to give another, another point, another article you put with Phil Spencer saying that, Sony is trying to maintain their dominance by keeping Microsoft small. Um, there's something I always live by. I and, and my grandfather used to say it, and I've come to find out as I've gotten older, that is extremely true in almost every situation. You always accuse others of what you're guilty of yourself. And and I found out in adulthood that it that is extremely true because the first one to point fingers is pointing fingers to deflect. From their own guilt. Now, you know, not saying Sony is an angel and and saints because I feel that they're too close mind. I feel that Sony is too exclusive sometimes. And if it's been their business motto and it's worked for them, I kind of get it. You know, they don't want things that don't work for them. They maybe they don't like to share their toys and play nice. So and then here we have Microsoft saying saying, oh, you know, you know, in this era where everything's accessible for everyone, we can use that to our advantage. Let's just scoop up everything and then say it's accessible to everyone. But it really wouldn't be. You would only be able to access that stuff through Microsoft products. And right now the tantalizing phase is the subscription service. Cause that's the one thing they point out. I said, well, they said, well, Sony doesn't put any of their day one games on subscription service, but we do. Yeah. For now. And those games rotate. Sony just says pay for the game and it's yours. As long as we let it be downloadable, at least it's forever yours, you know, where Microsoft is, they, they have two different business models. And I'm like in this gaming era, the one thing gaming's purpose was, was to bring people together, play together, enjoy together. And then somewhere along the line, we've gotten to the point where we deviated from that. Gone are the days where one person could have the console on N64, PlayStation 2, and your buddies could come over and you all play a game together. Gone are the days where there were arcades on like every, you know, block. You could just go to your neighborhood arcade in the mall and everyone was there playing games together. The reason gaming exists, the reason it became so popular was that together. Now we've been pushed to this point, Sony and, you know, even Nintendo, definitely Microsoft have pushed to the point where 
everyone has to own their own console. They have to. You used to be able to share games, trade games. That nope, they locked all that stuff. They were the first ones that started doing the, the locks on, on you know on games and stuff, and then streaming services just followed suit afterwards. But it, it was games first that decided to lock their stuff and be like, nope, everyone has to own their own version of the game, their own hardware, X Y Z. And, and you know, I'm not saying gamers are off the hook because there was a lot of people that were burning discs, burning entire games. From one disc to the other so that they wouldn't have to buy the game and you know but honestly that was a probably less than half the gamers that actually had the hardware to do that or even knew how to do that <laughs> in the first place but you know now we've got microsoft and sony competing for exclusive rights to all these developers when honestly so much more would get accomplished if they would just work together like why I, I would love to understand why they can't just work together. Why does Microsoft feel the need to buy any devs? Like I would love to hear from anyone that works in that industry, works at Microsoft. Why do you have to buy the dev? Why do you have to own it? Like, why can't you just invest it in whatever project they're making? Why can't Sony, for example, you know, Sony bought Bungie as a knee-jerk reaction to what microsoft is has been doing you know because they know that any of the any of these studios and devs that the that microsoft buys out it's gonna be a a you know a matter of time before sony no longer gets to invest in those games mm -hmm. there's money to be made you invest in them and then they pay you a certain amount and the games get to be allowed on your console that's how it's always been mm -hmm. Um, with Microsoft buying out all of the studios that they can possibly buy and investing so much, what do people honestly think is going to happen at the end of this if Microsoft were to continue on the route they're on, buying out everything? You think they want to be. You think there'd be a Sony left? You think Sony would be able to actually compete with Microsoft? Because there'd be no studios left. There would be, yeah, there would be no studios. Everything would be owned by Microsoft, and that's their goal. Yeah. They want to be the sole. And, and, you know, it's kind of the equivalent of like the metaverse. It's, it feels like Microsoft wants to be the sole owners of gaming. And I, I fear that if they get through with this Activision Blizzard thing, nobody is safe. If the FTC can't stop them and they get to purchase up every property of Activision Blizzard. The, the, no one's thinking about it now, but the next one's up on their block in their in their path would be someone like steam i mean we are you know and and i know some people are probably thinking steam no why they'll never go after steam don't forget they tried to buy discord anything tied to gaming microsoft wants to buy they wanted to buy discord and i and we discussed this and i was like i hope that they don't get the rights to discord because then they're going to do this whole bundle packaging thing. That's going to force their products on people who don't want their products. I said, discord will wind up getting ad heavy. The support would be only probably to members. I said, Microsoft would set up some membership bullshit and then you would wind up, they would be forcing everyone into nitro. It would be something completely different, but it would be another Microsoft subscription thing. And to lure people in, they would be like, Oh, and included with Game Pass just to get people on board with their product. And I was like, Discord would change. <clears throat> and then if it failed, 
they would do the same thing with Discord because if they abandoned Mixer, they would abandon Discord if it didn't produce the results they wanted it to. And then Discord would cease to exist. And I think the owners knew that because they saw what happened with Mixer. And I'm so glad that they said, no deal. You're not going to take what we built and then abandon it when it doesn't work the way you want it to. Yeah, and you know, it was pretty obvious when Microsoft shut Mixer down out of nowhere. Mixer was not struggling. Well, like half the streamers I knew had left Twitch to Mixer because Mixer had a lot of qualities about it that were simply better, and the payout was slightly better. Mm -hmm. And I think Microsoft was in a bind where they understood that if they wanted to make more money, it wasn't about competing with Twitch. It wasn't about competing with anyone. It was about making money. And if they wanted to make more money, they had to lower how much the streamers were going to be making. And notice they made all these big purchases after they shut Mixer down. I I think they made the Bethesda purchase while Mixer was still a thing. Yeah. But it hurt their wallet a little more than they anticipated. So they said to themselves, where can we make that money up? And they were paying streamers on mixer but maybe not making as much because you've got to think all of these platforms are very picky about who they let be partnered and who they're willing to pay revenue to so you you know you get these partnered streamers and you're putting them they basically put them on a payroll and it's like all right well we're putting out more than we're bringing in because you've got your average joe who's probably not making as much as as your partnered streamer and your partner streamers their revenue fluctuates you probably want them to make you like a thousand dollars a month but they might have a good month they might have a bad month and they probably thought okay well we're spending more on this than they're bringing in and what happens if we cut that expense like what if we just drop it oh we can make that you know we'll we'll save that hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today money and boom we'll we'll be able to buy activision blizzard later down the line because then they shut mixer down month i think like a year or so goes by and then now hey here comes a big purchase later down the road a few years later for activision activision blizzard how do you make the most while spending the least that's just business basics how do i turn my two cents into two hundred dollars that's that's microsoft's thought process um and and it 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 works out for them and it's probably more money for them in than out 
to offer everything under these subscription-based services because it's an infinite source of money. They don't have to spend a lot. They want to get away from, you know, hard copies and digital packaging because that costs them money. But to put something in a digital space, to put something in a metaverse, costs them way less. They'll, you know, I'm pretty sure that the gurus and the know-it-alls will say, no, it costs more because of carbon this and 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 and, and yeah, okay, sure. Show me, show me where those numbers break down and make sense for a developer to upload their probably one version of a game to a server that's already paid for where everyone can just access it and download it. Where, what else does that cost them money other than just to pay? And here's the thing. You can't even say that they're paying for the space. If it's their own product, if it's their own servers, like it's not like they're paying Amazon for it. So who are they paying for it? Just yeah, the workers as to many, keep it up. As many servers as Amazon owns and controls, and and a most most gaming servers in some form or another use their the Amazon servers, um, which we've talked about before. Uh, but Facebook does have its own servers, or I should say, Meta has its own servers. Meta has its own servers, and I'm pretty sure a lot of the games that Microsoft provides, they've got their own. Or they've got exclusive contracts that actually wind in the long run say save them money if they're renting out you know cloud services from Amazon or or whomever. Um, but for Microsoft to be spending this money, they're they're making more than they're spending a hundred percent. They're they're making way more than they're spending, especially when you put out you know what is it the the newest Windows eleven is the newest one. All of these people with brand new computers still were being told that their computer couldn't handle Windows 11. More than half of those people probably said, crap, I have to buy a brand new computer for Windows 11. And then when I saw all the Microsoft fanboys going, Microsoft doesn't need you to buy a new computer. This isn't to get them to buy you a new computer. That's when I knew that that's exactly what it was because they were so fast to say that's what it wasn't that that just told me that's exactly what it is. I'm honestly surprised that my PC or anyone's PC still like runs well with windows 10 right now, because I was, I felt pretty sure that if that was the case and they They were were forcing everyone, yeah, that there was going to be a lot of issues with the updates and stuff. No, well, they already knew. I think Microsoft isn't stupid. Do you realize how much more problems they would have? Right now, they got the FTC up their ass. I'm pretty sure they foresaw this. They they probably pay for the best lawyers, and they the lawyer said the FTC is going to wind up being up your ass. This isn't their first rodeo running with that. You know, when Google took them to court, they've done this before. Microsoft is patient. They buy it in their time. They knew they couldn't fight two war fronts simultaneously so they knew they could not mess up anyone's pcs because then people would start getting curious if you start messing with people's personal home pcs but work companies because companies spending the least to make the most if they don't see a reason upgrade they won't how many places have you worked where your home computer was more up to date than the computers at work don't even get me started on that, dude. I, I not a day goes by. I'm like sitting at the the computers at the hospital. Like, like, can you can you start? <laughs> can you start? 
Yeah. I log so, in. It's like, give us several minutes. Like, what do you mean? Give you several minutes. It's 2022. Several yep. minutes for what? What are you waiting on? You waiting on to remember how to get to the internet. Jesus. But that's, that proves my point. You know, these big companies, they have these contracts. If they don't see a reason to update, they're not going to update. And Microsoft couldn't put out anything that tampers with that, those, those operating softwares without outing themselves. Because then they would get in trouble with the contracts. They would get in trouble with companies. It wouldn't just be affecting personal people. It would start affecting businesses. And then that would make everyone side-eye Microsoft like, yo, what you doing? So they couldn't tamper with the operating system. Because then they would have to deal with that and the FTC right now simultaneously. And as big and as powerful as Microsoft is, they can't handle that kind of, you know, heat at the same time. So they got to deal with one problem at a time. What, by the time they resolve the issue with the F, FTC, Windows 11 will probably be, you know, available. All Everyone will have probably upgraded to Windows 11 anyway because they'll need new computers anyway. I got some of the best parts of my computer. going to sit there and tell me with a pop-up, my computer Can't does not meet it. the requirements. Yep. What are the requirements? Exactly. Your requirement is to buy a brand new computer. Spend the money because they know most people don't know how to build one and they see that and they think, oh, you know, I got to go buy a new computer now. But it was the end goal. And like I said, the fanboys coming out saying that's not what they're doing. Just told me, OK, you're you're over, you know, your you're excessive need to say that's not what they're doing. Just tells me that's what they're doing. <laughs> but. You know, with 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 this whole Sony and Microsoft thing, I, I I cannot for the life of me understand why they can't just cooperate. You know, one of one of my biggest reasons for you know o- over the years becoming more of a PC gamer was because I don't have to pay extra to have online access. Mm-hmm. I can go to you know, steam or Epic or who, fucking Epic. And anyways, sent them a couple nasty emails. Uh, <laughs> but the point is, is I don't have to pay all these extra subscriptions to play the games. I can go through my third party apps that are very reliable. Most games plus many more that aren't even on console are available to me. And I don't have to pay extra for the internet. I already pay for the internet. And yep. you know, that that's some bullshit right there that Microsoft started back years ago with with the uh xbox Gold. they they started it they yeah. started that shit and it, it was one of the reasons why i was happy i had my playstation because they didn't charge me extra and i know the only reason that they eventually did it was because they had to continue doing at least partially some of the things microsoft was doing if they were going to continue to compete yeah, and then even eventually Nintendo leaned into it. And I think the whole premise of it, it used to be a joke way back in the day. And this was the one thing that gave the Xbox 360 such a leg up and kept them competitive with the PlayStation 3 was anyone with a PlayStation automatically had access to online. And one of the biggest outcries, and once again, from the fanboys that made it seem like this is where Xbox was more superior. They were like, oh, yeah, well, you know, Microsoft has their own private servers. No, they don't. I, yeah. And I was We've like, all unless, been duped. Yeah. And I was because like, everyone's unless, using the Amazon servers. Everyone's so using the Amazon. You have an Amazon subscription and a fucking Xbox Gold for fucking online 
access. And then you have to, you're literally paying Amazon three times. Yeah. And I think the thing is, it was just the secret contract that they had with Amazon where it, it, here's a good example of what happened. The post office, everyone sees the post office as a, a branch of the government. Fun fact, it is actually an, it's, it's like an honorary branch. It's independent contractor under the government's umbrella. That's basically the United States postal service. And Amazon has a contract with the United States Postal Service that they would deliver packages all days of the week, seven days of the week, because the United States Postal Service told them they could do it the cheapest. Amazon went to USPS, they went to FedEx, they went to, what's the other delivery service? Begins with a D, I don't remember, D something. Anyway, they went to all the other major ones and those companies told them, no. <laughs> not doing that, not seven days a week. United States Postal Service said we can do it seven days a week because we've got cheaper help under the form of uh, CCA, city carrier assistance and rural carrier assistance, because they treat the CCAs and RCAs as part time employees, meaning they don't have to pay them a full wage. They're not yet covered under the union 100 percent. So. But they're still working there full time while being considered part-time. So they send, they send us out when, well, when I work there, they'll send them out um, to deliver those Amazon packages because the regular postal people would have to be paid overtime. The CCAs and RCAs do not. So they only have to pay them like $15 where for a regular postal service person to deliver those packages on a Sunday, is like well over $20, $25, maybe more. So they told Amazon, oh, we can do it cheaper. We've got all these CCAs that'll deliver those packages for like $15, $12, $15 an hour. Amazon said, cool, deal, sign that contract. Now, the United States Postal Service is in the contract with Amazon deliver all those packages. It's basically the same thing when you transfer that over to why Xbox Live was a thing. Xbox Live probably went to Amazon and said, we can help you make more money by saying we're offering an exclusive service. All you have to do is anyone who we've coded that has Xbox Live, you improve their connection. That's all you got to do. You improve their connection to your servers while slightly clogging up the competition. And to think they won't do that, just look at the graphics card game. Graphics cards were already hard to come by, and Microsoft saw an opportunity and said, we'll pay, but you send us 70% of those graphics cards. We want most of those graphics cards and let the competition fight over the rest. Remember what I said earlier, you accuse others of what you're guilty of yourself. Phil Spencer's accusing Sony of trying to make uh, Microsoft and Xbox smaller by maintaining their dominance. What did they literally just do for this last year? Yep. And, you know, the only reason Nintendo wasn't affected by it is because they had already established the Switch a couple years prior. The Switch has yep. been out and it's just been continuously doing well and holding its own. And holding its own. So they were already established. Consoles were already sold. For the most part, this past couple of years, if you bought a new Switch, you were just a little bit behind 
on the consoles or you were probably just buying the new one, whatever the case is, but they were much easier to get a hold of. They didn't have to be enough to supply everybody who wanted a new, a new switch. Mm -hmm. So they didn't take the brunt of that. Sony did because the new Xbox and the PS five came out at the same time. Yep. Yep. Like, like clockwork every in the time. middle in the middle of the scalpel issue and shortly after microsoft had made a deal with uh I, was it nvidia it was one of the one i think it was yeah, nvidia, it was NVIDIA. But, <laughs> but it was one of the graphics cards the bigger graphics card companies 70 percent of the market 70 percent, and i it really hardly made like national like worldwide news uh but i remember us talking about it we did find some some resources on it um yeah and i even even we were like, holy shit, like they really did that. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they're doing now, like if they just terminated that contract, because I'm pretty sure that kind of contract. I, don't know, I never heard anything years. about it, but I, there was a lot of backlash on it. Um, yet there were so many people defending Microsoft, which blew my forever. mind. Microsoft, Microsoft defended forever. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Xbox Live came to be because that's the kind of deal they probably cut with Amazon. You know, to get in their good graces, you know, hey, we'll bring you more revenue, whatever, you know, people pay us Xbox Live. We take uh, 10, 15 percent. You guys get to keep the rest under the guise of we we have better servers and we bought it. We believe that we believe that they had these super secret, powerful servers all over the place. And then no one asked the question, well, if Microsoft doesn't actually have any of their own IP games, who the heck? How? Who's making the servers? All these games have their own servers. Activision Blizzard. Like, well, I'm paying you to play this game online, but then I could go grab my PS3 and still play this exact same game online at no extra charge. Right. And and here, you know, this is an easy way to see if a game um, that you're playing has its own servers or not. World of Warcraft, they charge you a monthly subscription fee. It's not because they do constant updates. It's not. It's not for graphical updates. Sure, they they throw that stuff in over the years, but it's because what you're paying that monthly subscription for. The main reason is those that game is they have its own servers, very specific servers just for World of Warcraft. It's not through Amazon or anyone else. That's why you pay a monthly subscription to help keep those servers up and running. Yeah. And they have to, cause the game is so massive. They have yeah. to have their own servers. And I don't think any company, not even Activision blizzard is going to waste time making servers for games like call of duty with how often they come out. And yeah. And, and honestly, I feel like blizzard was, has been fairly pretty fair about the prices of the subscription anyways, because I remember being, I think I was like 11 or 12 when I had originally started playing World of Warcraft. And I, I vividly remember that monthly subscription being $10. And it's $15 now. That's not bad. That's not bad. And, you know, maybe someone who had been playing from the beginning remembers a cheaper uh, subscription. But still, like a $5 change in the past 15, 20 years, it's not terrible. Yeah, that's actually really, really good. Um, but yeah, that's my theory on the whole Xbox, Xbox live, why it came to be. And it basically 
once again, we unconsciously did it to ourselves because here's another issue that probably gave Microsoft the, hey, we can say it's this, upsell it and make it sound like way more than it really is, was when people's biggest complaint was, oh my gosh, I hate getting on these games and there's just tons of kids. So Microsoft saw an opportunity probably to just, well, why don't we just paywall it? It eliminates the kids, makes the competition look sloppy because they're still full of kids. And we just also say that better internet server access, faster, blah, 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 whatever. It's just a throttling thing. It's just like a door. Your access to the internet is literally like a door. It's just how wide they're going to open it for you or how much they can close it for you. You know, I've I've proven that a couple times too. By if you buy your own uh, router, and and you compare the up and upload and download and ping and and all that stuff to what you had prior when you had the just the the basic company router, mm-hmm. you'll see that you're actually getting what you're paying for when you purchase your own router and do it that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because even why. when you're paying for it. They they like to throttle that down. You, yeah. you don't actually get all of it. Yeah, and it was awesome that when I when we got our house internet updated and the guy who came and did the internet, I I feel the only reason he said it is because he saw that I had bought an outside router, so I knew what I was doing. You know, a lot of the time these guys they come and they can tell most people they they don't take the time to learn the tech stuff because they feel like it's not that important it's just computer jargon they're just like oh i just need my internet access you might want to do a little bit of research and learn some of these things to make sure you're not paying all this money and not getting the full benefit of what you're paying for because when he came and he saw the router that i had i had a nighthawk back you know couple it's updated now which are the oh. which are the way to go those nighthawk routers although a little expensive they'll mm. they'll last you for at least 10 15 years they're damn good routers yeah so when i did when i did that and he was like bro i'm not even gonna give you a company router your router's better yep he was like you, you already got a better router you're good and i was like yeah i i know and then that was proof <laughs> <laughs> that yeah like yeah like i can't i can't fool you know i can't fool you and i can't put this on your bill that you're renting our stuff yeah because because your stuff is better um so I, I just say you know take some time do the research learn things but uh anyway we want to turn this over to you guys what do you guys think about microsoft and and activision blizzard do you think that this will be better for gaming. Uh, if you happen to know anyone in the industry or work in the industry yourself, we would love to hear your thoughts on it. You know, is this a good thing for gaming? Is this a bad thing for gaming? Is Sony just crying, you know, foul? We would love to hear both sides of this conversation. Uh, you've heard our thoughts. So now we want to hear your thoughts. So definitely hit us up on our website, osn-media.com. Click on the show page, click the Jay-Z Chop Shop podcast. And at the very top of the page, you can submit your thoughts there. Also, if you guys love the podcast and love everything we do, think about supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash OSN media. And you guys can get these episodes actually now up to a week early. Um, So if you guys want to check these episodes out pretty much not long after we record them and want to get them completely ad free and 
can also get promo codes to our store, exclusive Patreon perks and more, and have access to the podcast sometimes uh, at least once a month when we live stream them. There you go. Patreon.com forward slash OSM Media. We really appreciate the love and support uh, over there. So thank you also to our current Patreons. We love and appreciate you guys as well. Anyway, that's all for this episode. You've been amazing. Look after yourself and each other. We'll catch all you wonderful people next podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.